Hey Fadies, thanks for listening to The Fate of Ice in Chapter 5, Episode 14. I'm DM Brad, and it's great to have you here as always. We had a couple of listeners ask us this week where to find more info about the world, and even one who wanted to use Ison to play in their own homebrew games. What? That's awesome! Everyone should do that. Uh, so in case anybody else out there is wondering the same thing, uh, there is heaps of information about Ison and its history, geography, religion, magic, NPCs, blah 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 blah, uh, on our wiki, ison.fandom.com. Uh, you can also get to that wiki through a link on our website, fateofison.com, uh, where there's also maps, fan art, uh, commissioned character art, so you can get a good look at what these uh, characters look like, and links to our merch store, and more. More stuff. There's even more stuff than the stuff that I just said. So many things. Uh, right, I think it's about time for a recap. Last time, Banfor, Marley, and Arcus fought a trio of flying horrors that attacked the dilapidated village in the dead of night. Banfor threw a few torches in the long grass, which resulted in an out-of-control bonfire lighting the darkness. They defeated the nocturnal creatures, leaving them to burn in the tall grass inferno. Um... So, uh, you guys leveled up recently. You wanna, you wanna tell us about that? Tell me about that. Tell each other about that. Tell someone about that. <laughs> write a letter tell to everybody. your, write a letter to your local politician. <laughs> no takers. All right, fine. Um, that's me. Hello. I, I guess I guess I'll just go fuck myself. <laughs> I've become now a level nine person, um, and I am a level seven barbarian, as I've leveled up once. Um, it doesn't do a huge amount, it just means that I get advantage on um, initiative. It also means that um, if I'm surprised by an attack, then as long as my first action in the next turn is to enter a rage, then I suffer no, um, no, whatever the opposite of a benefit is. What's the opposite of a Deficit? benefit? Detriment. Yeah, detriment. <laughs> um, yeah, so it does mean that I'm okay in, like, uh, surprise attacks. Um, it's me. Do you want to go next? Uh, yeah, I, I'm Brad. I, I leveled up as a DM. Um, I now have uh, more dice. Every time I roll a d20 for uh, an enemy to, to attack these people, I now roll five d20s instead, and I take the combined result um, to guarantee that I will always murder them every single time. Sounds good. Um, I'm Arcus. I'm I'm a level seven uh, cleric, I guess. Um, I, I got this cool new sword recently, Staff of Lightning and Thunder, um, which has a lot of really cool. Uh, little abilities that'll be fun to try out in combat and um i leveled up to level seven which means i got a new spell yeah cool bananas we were talking in the in, we were talking in the chat uh, jules and i were talking um about how we just find the, the character of arcus very fascinating uh in physiology and in like behavior and attitude um so yay thanks jd for Doing what you do with uh, with with uh, Arcus. <laughs> He's an easy breezy kind of guy. Hey yo, <laughs> <laughs> making it fun for me, making it fun for us, and hopefully uh, making it fun for uh, El Listenerados. Ah, oh, I hope they hate it. 
<laughs> Yay! This is specifically to fight you. <laughs> I need to put a poll out actually on Twitter about um, uh, Nio the Goblin because it's been discussed in the Discord that uh, some people hate Nio, uh, some people love Nio, and some people love how much Jules hates Nio. <laughs> <laughs> what a polarizing character <laughs> i think it's kind of fun that i like you know because everybody always loves the npcs and trusts them implicitly and stuff but i'm just like my instant reaction was yeah i don't like that character and i just went ah fuck it i'm gonna roll with that <laughs> like i just feel bad you know, doing bad I things in video games and like role-playing games i don't know what it is every time i'm like this time i'm gonna do it i'm gonna be a badass i'm gonna be a renegade um, and every single time I, I chicken out and I have to be yeah. nice to them. I can, I can never do it either. Yeah. <laughs> I can never be mean. I yeah. always end up as the most, like, most law, lawful good. <laughs> well, there are games that remember now as well. So, like, they'll remember you fucking mm -hmm. up. And that's what D&D does. Brad will yeah. remember. <laughs> the characters may pass, but the DM... If I run for Prime Minister... For office, they're going to bring up my Fable account and be like, okay, so why did you kill these 15 chickens when you had the option to save these chickens for less money? <laughs> and then, I don't know, well, somebody will yeet me or something, whatever, whatever politics becomes in the future. Yeah, you'll be fired be, into the sun. I'll be yeeted into the sun. From a cannon. By somebody who then dabs or whatever the... <laughs> That's the send-off. Future dance move is. Somebody flosses, hits a button, then dabs, and I'm a yeetift into the sun. <laughs> right, that's interesting stuff. <laughs> um, cool. Does anyone have uh, sillies they want to get off their chest, or should we crack on? Uh, do you know I know what happened to Marlene? <laughs> yeah, you, you haven't done the talky talk yet. You just okay, kinda... I just, I'm sorry. I thought you were like, let's play the game rather than like, let's crack on and find out what's happening with Marley. So Marley leveled because she's a good girl and she did her homework. Um, she pretty much kind of like Arcus, she just sort of got another spell to use. Um, fourth level spell, which is fun. Um, so... Well, I actually took a third level spell. Yeah, third level spell. Um, I took Hypnotic Pattern, which is real fun because it seemed in keeping with like Molly being like College of Glamour and being all about charming things. Um, for her to have like a pretty pattern of colors in the sky that charms people, but yeah. actually makes them incapacitated while it charms them, which is seems handy. Yeah, so that's going to be really hard for me to... Uh... <laughs> You're really going to have to make sure I play the rules of that properly because get a bit fast and loose when it comes to not straightforward combat. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's only a cube and it's like only if you don't fail, like if you pass the saving wisdom saving throw, nothing, you know? So it's not going to like work all the time, but like I thought it might be fun to play it sometimes, especially if we're in like a crowd of enemies. You know, to kind of go, okay, now we don't have to deal with that cube. We only have to deal with this cube over here, you know? Yeah. Um, uh, the only other thing she got is that her um, bardic inspiration went up because um, she's now a level five bard, which means she now gives a D8 of inspiration die when she bardic inspirations, which is 
fun for friends. Yeah. Um, I've been meaning to ask, does, as a ranger, does um, Marley have the alarm spell? The? Alarm. It's a first level ranger spell. Nah, I didn't take it. Okay. Just, I'm just curious because you guys are like out in the wilderness and you don't really have any shelter yeah. when you stop for the night and stuff. And I thought that might be something a ranger would have. But if you don't, then maybe I can play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I took Animal Friendship, Hunter's Mark and Hail of Thorns as a ranger. Like those are my rangery stuff. Yep. And I'm probably not going to put too many more levels into Ranger for Marley. I really just wanted her to be good at her crossbow and get to that point and have an animal pet with her. And now she's just going to go full bard probably for the rest of it. So she'll be Ranger fourth level kind of forever. That's the plan anyway. I'll see if that changes, but... Sweet. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll just queue up a bunch of monsters that could um, interrupt your long rests in the night. That's all G with me, Holmes. That's oh, right. Yeah? I just said those words. That's fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm literally in D&D Beyond right now queuing up monsters that could interrupt your sleep in any given night. That's... Um, that's- that's kind of mean. Why would you do that to it's, us, it's Brad? Gonna, it's going to be a die roll to determine if they actually do or not. But, uh, yeah, they, uh, because you don't have that alarm spell, it's there. It's there. Um, right. I mean, that, that is that is fair enough. Let's <laughs> get uh, Krizakin. Krizakin. Oh, um, no? just, just before we get into it really just quickly. Before, um, quickly. Before we get into it. <laughs> quickly now. Uh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I just need to uh, put something out for one of my flatmates that's coming home so they don't make a lot of noise when they come in. Hold up. Did I tell you my, like, my persuasion is plus 13, Brad? Oh. My persuasion and my de- deception is plus 13. Fucking hell. Um... <laughs> I need to give Banfor some kind of magic item to make his constitution, like, monstrous. Yeah. Why is that? It's because because you didn't didn't do stat arrays, eh? You took feats instead of taking the stats. Mm -hmm. And you've chosen grappler and... I think you've chosen feats at each time. Yeah. Yeah, so your stats haven't really changed. Mm, that's accurate. Yeah, but you've got yeah. lu- you've got lucky, which sort of evens it out. Yeah, that's true. Your lucky feat yeah. is uh, kind of a it's lifesaver not. for you. Yeah, you've just got disadvantage mm-hmm. on a lot of stuff. You know, mm. I was looking at your character sheet the other day. I, well, well, this is happening because you're probably just going to edit it out. Because I was building a barbarian, and I was mm. like, I was looking at yours because I was like, how does Banfor get such good hits in? Like, I was like trying to build one, and I was like why is mine looking so shit <laughs> you know and then i looked at your sheet and i was like oh fuck you've got disadvantage on a lot of stuff well that oh, that's yeah. probably why you just gotta play exactly the way that you're supposed to yeah 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 like you've got to yeah. play it like real tight to the line that make, i mean it makes sense like with every kind of thing that you take there's a risk kind of involved so it makes sense but i was like uh mm. i don't think i want to build mine like that i think i want mine to be a bit like more, yeah, rounded. Yeah, you can either be a generalist or you can just go the yeah. other way and see what happens. Yeah. You know? I have exactly. returned. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. 
Cool. So, uh, friends, loved ones, cherished companions, and other synonyms. Um, we Fadies! Fadies! Yeah, the most important of all. Um, we, last time, were in a small abandoned town slash village that had been dilapidated and sort of left to the ravages of time. Your goblin companion, Nio, got uh, force-fed some whiskey by Banfor and then vomited and passed out and Arcus tucked her to bed in a drawer, um, which was fun. In the recovery position. In the recovery Safety. position. Yep, lest she vomit again. The uh, Then Arcus, also in a different building uh, in this abandoned town, discovered some artwork by a child named Daisy, um, depicting happy people laughing and having a good time in the sunshine and then sad people getting attacked by bat-like creatures at night oh scary ominous pictures uh but you just all ignored the warning the inherent warning in the artwork and just enjoyed the artwork itself and critiqued it somewhat um and then night fell you went to sleep but your sleep was interrupted by three large bat-like creatures uh, so sort of man bats humanoid bat things that did uh, very loud terrifying screeches etc etc uh, you fought them and Banfor uh, toppled the final one while riding it 60 feet in the sky and then sort of rode its corpse to the ground expertly um, the grass, the tall grass uh, on the ground in the middle of this town is currently ablaze in the uh, immediate aftermath of that fight. What do you do? So Banfor's kind of in the fire. Pretty much. And then it's kind of going down the, the centre line of the street and it's more than likely going to catch the the town on fire. There's a good chance it could burn the entire town, yeah. The tall grass is very dry and yeah, this fire is a huge um, I want to say pyre, is it, would that be the right word? In the middle mm. of, yeah, right in the smack dab in the middle of the, the street of this town. Are there any large bodies of water around or anything? Uh, there are not. There are none that you passed. Um, there might be small streams um, nearby hiding in the tall grass, but there's nothing that you noticed on your walk. Banfor's going to exit the fire uh, and run back up to um, the, the shop that we were in. Um, did we notice a back door in the shop as we were exploring it? Uh, there wasn't one. Uh, Banfor's going to make a back door. Um... <laughs> via running through the back wall okay make me an athletics check the dc on this is going to be 18 let's go let's go the timber is weak mm. but it's not that weak 17 <laughs> um, dang yeah so it just bounces off okay okay yeah you you charge at the back wall of this tiny little shop building and just smack into the timber <laughs> <laughs> The building rattles and dust falls from the ceiling, but that's about it. Um, Banfor is nothing if not persistent, um, so unless anybody has any other ideas, um, he's going to do it again. You're not, tra you're not trapped in this building, by the way. He feels trapped. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Banfor is going to run at the back wall again. Okay. Um. <laughs> um, so that's a 25. Okay, yeah. 
you plow through the back of this building, opening up a huge hole uh, and coming out on the like the back side of this town. So uh, it's only one street with two rows of buildings facing each other. So you are now basically outside the town by being behind the buildings. Cool. The town, however, is almost on fire, <laughs> but you're not part um, of it. <laughs> I, I would like, I would love to cast a uh, gust of wind, which um, extinguishes, it extinguishes candles, torches, and similar unprotected flames in the area. Okay. And that's just a strength saving throw or it does it. Okay. So yeah, it no just creature. it just does it. <laughs> so the yeah the grass isn't gonna try and save against it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't know it could have been sentient yeah. fire. Who knows? Okay, so I'll get you to uh, Arcus roleplay. You casting a big gust of wind that blows out this um, flame, and keeping in mind things like the direction you blow it uh, and how you actually cast a spell. Uh, yeah. Okay. So. Um, basically I just make my my cheeks as big as they can possibly be and and breathe in as much air as I can and then I make a really like a just a pouty face and I <laughs> and I blow like um, I, I would liken it to uh, you know old cartoons of the big bad wolf blowing out the little pigs houses or like I mean aptly clouds blowing in angry old cartoony style yep <laughs> um and uh directionally um I'm, I'm blowing it away from the city town towards what's behind it what uh, am i seeing it's, it's just like an ocean of grassland on all sides yeah i guess i guess i'm kind of blowing it down <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you could you could blow you could blow it out if you know a, yeah. a strong enough gust would blow the would blow the flames out rather than just move them. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And 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 the the fire just like um, dissipates across the the uh, plains like a like a wave. Okay. Yeah, I like that. Cool. Um. Yeah, so yeah, you the another option is uh, would have been that you also have water spells like um, rain ones that make it rain basically, and there is also the barrel of water we introduced in the last episode that was like stale water that you had a discussion whether or not you could drink it. But yeah, you yeah, blew- <laughs> thinking outside the box, wind. Yeah, you blew it out. Um, I blew it out. The immediate danger of that fire is uh is now gone and it is currently the like the dead of night because you your sleep was interrupted molly hodge do you do anything no i think i think molly and hodge are just kind of like watching all this happen because molly doesn't know how to deal with fire (laughs) like that's not kind of her thing she's like (laughs) so she's just sort of trying to keep her and hodge away from the flames and i imagine hodge is kind of freaking out because you know, like wood animals and fire don't mix, so she's just trying to keep him sort yeah. of calm. You know, I imagine if he freaks out, he'll take to the skies. Well, yeah, absolutely, but she's trying to be like, "You don't need to. Everything's fine." You know, like I've got you. Okay, yeah. I won't make you animal handle. I'll, I'll I'll give you full control over that. Cool. Cool. Uh, and then obviously flames 
kind of go out. Yeah. Kind of go yeah. out. Yeah, they, they go out. They're fully extinguished. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the, the aftermath is the bodies of those things have been completely burned away. Uh, there's a big scorched area in the middle of the street. Um, Banfor is out of town. Uh, <laughs> Naya was still, <laughs> still passed out in a drawer, and it's like the dead of night. Yeah. Oh. I guess you, Molly would be like, okay, is that it? Uh, you know, I guess sort of go back inside the house where they left Nio, because that's probably, you know, like, like at least they woke up and weren't killed. So, like, best case scenario at the moment, you know, sort yeah. of putting Hodge back on guard outside the door. and. Yeah, well, now there's a big hole in the back of that building as well. No, I'm I'm aware, but still. Like. Uh, Banfor has somewhat sheepishly re-entered the hole. Yeah. Um, and just um, sort of is scuffing his boots somewhat and just sort of generally replacing boards that he can find. Yeah. I mean, I guess... Yeah, yeah, I mean, I guess Marley's just thinking, well, at least we know this building doesn't have anything in it. You know, like, there's nothing in here that's trying to kill us, so it probably would have tried already, so... Yep. I don't want to move houses only to find more trouble. Yep. No, that makes sense. This is a safe haven, even though, yeah, it's now got an extra door, but that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If there are only three bats. Yeah. Mm. I mean, there still could be more, but yeah. Do you think it was just three that ravaged the town and it was a really weak town? I mean, maybe. <laughs> I mean, you, you are all of a high enough level that you're basically like um sort of legendary level people like you're, you're much much more powerful than the average person yeah i mean minions go down with a hit <laughs> like it doesn't even need to be like more than one <laughs> point of damage i'm just saying take some time from your regular life leave your family train up a little bit come back you can protect your town yeah and, i know i mean i really don't know why people don't do that but and, and catch all the pokemon at the same time Exactly. <laughs> Everyone's got to go on their hero's journey. <laughs> um, okay, so assuming that you all camp for the night inside that shop together with Hodge sort of on watch on the front porch. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. Everyone's how, how is it? Yeah, are we, are we all thinking that we're going to try for a long rest before we do any short rest stuff? Yeah. If Brad's going to try and interrupt us again. <laughs> Do we want to do any short rest stuff so that if we don't get a long rest, I will meta game promise you will not be interrupted this this long rest again. Okay, long rest. I was just, I was just, I was just putting the offer out there. <laughs> your your next one is up for grabs. Um, this one's fine. <laughs> okay, go. Right. Take him. Oh yeah, so yeah, I mean she would put Hodge on guard and kind of yeah. Because I think his perception's like pretty high. I haven't actually brought him up. Yeah, when it's when it's got um when it's scent based as well, he's got advantage as on that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Plus a lot of smaller things just wouldn't come near like <laughs> a site that has a giant flying wolf. <laughs> a giant wolf kind of sitting outside it. Yeah. It's unique. Yeah. Yeah, his passive perception's like 16. So, you know, I kind of look at that as he's sort of like half asleep, half awake. He's like resting, but like ready to go. Okay. Yeah. 
Cool. Right. Yep, so yep. that happens. Morning comes. Um, the the sun rises and you see its brilliant rays shining through the front windows of this building and the back hole of this building. Um, <laughs> it's enough to to wake those who would be woken by morning light. And you also you wake in the morning also to the sound of like uh, like a banging, like somebody banging from inside a small confined space. <laughs> Boom, disregards it. He boom, hears boom. sounds in his head all the time. Boom, boom, boom. Marley ignores it. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Boom, 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 boom. Arcus goes and opens it, but only because they've forgotten <laughs> what's inside. <laughs> what it is. He's curious to find out. Ha, ha, where am I? Arcus, what happened? Uh, we're in a store. Why, why am I? Am I in a drawer? Did you put me in a drawer? I didn't do anything, okay? <laughs> Who put me in a drawer? Oh, the I indignity. Mean... I have to go through life as a goblin as it is, getting shunned and spit on by society, and now I'm getting put in drawers? See, I this get... is what happens when you drink. I got drowned yeah. by that guy yesterday. <laughs> partially drowned, mate. Partially. <laughs> Quickly. I start to close the door, the drawer again. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'll be good. I'll, I'll shut up. I won't talk at all for the rest of this this D and D session. <laughs> Marley, Marley shoots Nio a look. Like, really, really. I mean, that would be great, but really, she doesn't I, say it. I've got, I've got meta game knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> I know that none of this is real. <laughs> We're all part of some strange imaginary simulation. Whoa, this isn't real. Wait. <laughs> Better than my real life. What? I'll be sad. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. Yeah, what, cool. Yeah, once you wrap Molly's up- doing her usual thing in the morning where she got up probably a bit before everybody else and is chirpily, you know, making some kind of breakfast and, you know, feeding Hodge something. Yep. Do you try and like? Str- would you try and strip some meat off those bat, cr- like charred bat creatures in in the middle of town? I, I don't know if I would. Or give them like, to Hodge. Yeah, I'm not sure I would because I'd be worried about them being like poisonous or acidic or something weird. Um, she'd probably just go out and like try and catch something, like some sort of bunny or something okay. out. Okay. Um, make a survival check, and we'll just. If it's above a, a 10, you catch something. If it's above a 16, you catch something really good. Okay, with you, with that makes sense. How's an 8? <laughs> you see a rabbit, you miss the rabbit. The rabbit leaves. Yeah. <laughs> it's an act, it's a play in three parts. <laughs> <laughs> she says, sorry Hodge, maybe tomorrow, maybe later. <laughs> He, he, he sort of gives a wolf frown and a sigh and then he sort of nods his head suggestively towards the three bat corpses hmm? and I'm like oh, well what do you and I sort of say to him I, I, I know he can't really understand me but I'm like well, what do you think Does it? Is it? do you think it's, it's healthy is it okay I don't know like is this going to hurt you sorry my cat is trying to move yeah, no <laughs> he, he can he can understand common perfectly he just can't speak yeah um, yeah, yeah, and I'm I, like, if he keeps pointing at it, regardless of what I'm saying, I just go fine, have at it. 
but don't blame me if you get sick. <laughs> okay. Um, he's going to roll a con save. <laughs> oh, you, you, if you've got his stats up, you can roll a con for him. Yeah, I do. He has plus three to his con. Okay. He rolls a 16, so 19. Okay, yeah. He takes a few solid bites out of one of them. He starts with the wing, and then decides that's not satisfying enough, so he goes to a bit something a bit fleshier, like the torso. And uh, yeah, he takes some gulps and doesn't seem to have any immediate negative effects. Okay, well that's good. Molly watches while she sort of and you know, munches on some jerky out of her rations pack or whatever. <laughs> Keeping an eye on him, but yeah, cool. And a thought crosses your mind of, hmm, bat jerky. <laughs> yeah, she's just not sure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame you. These things aren't actually bats. They are... Uh... Um, yeah. For, for, Have you heard of this thing called COVID, Brett? For our yeah, for our players. Not at, she wants to be eating bats. For our players at home, um, these are <laughs> deleted from my sheet. What? No, they're not. No! These are flying. These are flying horrors. Yeah. Cute. I see a cat in Jules's webcam. Cat. Hello. <laughs> Cat is cleaning. That is how I speak to the cat. I say hello. Hello. It's very polite. You gotta introduce yourself. Meowda. You say. <laughs> That's how cute he's had enough of my lap. He has been sitting on my lap for like a good hour. I feel like I got really like rewarded. I don't know what I did, but I got an hour of lap cuddles and I'm pretty happy about it. You know? Very envious. Yeah. Um, Maybe he knows it's my mum's birthday too, and he feels sad for me. Oh, happy birthday to Jules' mum. Yeah, who's not around anymore. I know know that. I know that. And now the listeners do too. I just, yeah. (laughs) Just clarifying why it's a sad thing. It's not because I hate my mum. And I'm like, she's getting older. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I bought myself like a banana cake like you know from the supermarket how they have like the strips of banana cake so it's not like a whole cake but it's like a decent amount like mm. well too much for one person to have I'm gonna eat it all oh man that's so good banana cake is yeah. the best ah uh, yeah. uh, bananas alright exactly. anyway wildly <laughs> off track um, okay so Amali is feeding or allowing Hodge to eat she's eating uh, some jerky. How do Banfor and Arcus start their morning in this town? And after you summarize what you do for the morning, we are going to basically summarize the entire next day of travel in a very quick skip. Cool. Well, uh, Banfor takes his normal morning ablution. Uh, he just goes and has a poo in the middle of the street um, <laughs> and has a bit of a walk around. Just goes and kicks some crispy critters, tries a little bit of bat, um, <laughs> and then just sort of gets ready for the day. Okay, roll a con save for eating some bat creature, some flying horror. <laughs> I hear you. Um, well, it's not good, it's eight, so I have coronavirus. <laughs> uh, no, you just, no, uh, you don't have anything really bad happen. You just, you ha- you feel a little bit questionable after it. Like, maybe you shouldn't have eaten that. <laughs> um, he gives some to Nio. Um, how do you feel? I was the guinea pig last I night. I feel you, great. 
I feel strong. I feel strong as a moose. If those exist. Yeah, they exist. Okay. Uh, all right. And she, like, yeah, takes the chunk of flying horror meat and takes a bite. Gets a fourteen on a con save, so she's like, yeah, bit, bit gamey, but. It's a bit gamey, isn't it? But That's probably why I feel like trash. Neat. It was good to have something in my stomach after that whiskey last night. Oh, yeah, are you, therefore has gotten the whiskey and is carrying it. I was going to say, are you taking that keg with you? Yes, you are. <laughs> yes, I absolutely are. Yeah. Um, and Arcus, how do you start your morning in this town? Which, by the way, is called Duskmire, but we never got around to naming it. Cute, Duskmire. Um, well, uh, I think I, I try and calm Nio down in the earlier parts of the morning uh, by presenting rain to her again. Oh yeah, she has a good time with rain. That 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 puts her on level. Yeah, yeah. I just you know I, I give her her special interest and um, <laughs> distract her for the day. Uh, so do you Until, do you lend rain to her <laughs> for the for the day? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean I'm around. I'm watching. I don't fully trust <laughs> that she's not gonna eat it. <laughs> <laughs> not that she she loves mice. I know, but um, in what way? You know. Oh yeah, this might all be foreplay to a meal. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm watching. I'm paying attention. But I have nothing better to do, so that's also that. Yep. I would say that she sings a happy song while she plays with Rain, but I did promise that she wouldn't talk for this session, so... <laughs> <laughs> She's already just... <laughs> I, I know. I'm torn. I'm torn. Um, Break your promise. Okay. okay. Break your promise. Yeah. Do a song. Do a song. <laughs> so yeah, after she eats a bit of bat, um, Rain is just like on her shoulder that whole time, and then she like gets Rain to r- crawl down her arm and, and sniffs the bat, and Rain's like, nah, not having it. Um, and then yeah, Nio just walks away with Rain on her hand, just going, I got a mouse and I eat in the bat, but the mouse doesn't want to eat the bat though, because the mouse has a bit of taste. And, uh, Nio got the whiskey in her mouth and she needs to eat a bat. Beautiful. <laughs> and she walks away I'm singing to herself. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what, by the time you guys are ready to uh, continue your southwest journey, oh, do you marley check the compass orb again to con- confirm your direction is still the same yeah i think she probably would like kind of you know at the start of every day to just recheck they're going in the right direction like kind of after like lunch break or whatever she'd probably check it again but otherwise she's probably just sort of got it in her pocket and, you yeah. know okay yeah so based yeah. based on the map uh, which uh, listeners can see on our website as well, fadeofison.com, if you want to uh, play the home game. And the pace that you guys set to reach Duskmire in, in basically a whole day of travel to get there, um, it will take you two days of travel from this point to get to um, the area of Timatanga. So um, on the first day, uh, if you guys give me so just some basic roleplay summary events and like a single roll or two, to determine how those go, uh, just on a day of walk, nothing but walking through long grass. Um, Hodge gets covered in bitty bids. <laughs> sticker jacks. Yeah, I love that. Uh, and we spend a fun afternoon at a spring um, with some really big combs made out of um, reeds. 
This is or gold. a conveniently shaped local tree uh, getting bitty bids out of his fur. It's like very it. sweet and it's reminiscent of Avatar Legends of Han. <laughs> so you're, you're grooming um, grooming Hodge back to pristine sometime on this day. All right, so Banfor, if you just roll an animal handling to see just how that goes in general. Handling an animal. And he's animal going animal. like, Rrr. you know, like when animal my pets animal. are like, I can't decide if I like it or don't like it. And he's like, sort of, Rrr. I'll let it happen, but the jury's Eleven. out. 11. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, exa- exactly <laughs> what Jules just described. It. He lets it happen, but you are unsure <laughs> after the yeah. fact. You're unsure after the fact if he enjoyed well, it or if he, he has, just... um, he has, he has um, a concept of a, of a peer-based judiciary. So that's nice. Yep. Um, and Get the jury's out. And I will get. Uh, so all of I just I, like. I imagine a wolf doesn't like combing. Like not mm. that it was you, but Maybe. just like. Well, like. I, I'd like to see what the opinion of uh, Hodge is now. Um, for Banfor, because when Hodge first, oh Hodge two first entered the scene, Banfor made it very clear he wanted nothing to do with him. So what what are Banfor's yeah. thoughts on Hodge now after travelling with him a fair bit? He's okay. He's just like a big weird horse. Yeah. I mean, it's not fun. Like you know, it, it wouldn't be fun getting stuff stuck on you where you can't get rid of it. So in an animalistic way, like Danforth, it doesn't. He's not against him. Like he does not. You know, he doesn't. He wouldn't bring unhappiness on Sai the shuck as much as he's an abomination under any <laughs> god with two pairs of fucking eyes. One pair of eyes. But, um. But as much as I like, don't get along with some animals. I'd never wish them harm, and I'd, I'd actively work to prevent harm or ongoing discomfort. Um, but just as a person, he's like, okay, you're a weird horse, and potentially, you know, you're the reason that we're all going to die one day. So. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, and yeah, so what? What's something that um, Arcus would do on a day of travel through long grass? Uh, Arcus at one point just like trips over absolutely nothing in the grass just like flat on his face um and also thinks that he sees something really important in the distance but then it's just a weird looking tree okay there's no roles for this you just you just act like a jackass to be honest (laughs) you just make a fool of yourself in numerous ways Thank you. Um, and Marley, what's something you would do in a, a just a day of blasé travel through tall grass? So I guess you know, like in, in situations like this, the ranger in her is kind of triggered a little, like just interested in what's going on. Like she can't help but like look at the tracks on the ground and in amongst the grass and try and figure out like what animal that might be around here or like that kind of stuff you know not that she's going looking for it but she's just kind of like um you know passing the time by playing guessing games with herself you know okay uh sweet i'll let you decide if that's a a nature or a survival check okay uh survival's plus four so let's do that And it's a straight yes. 10. Thank you. I rolled a six on the dice. <laughs> straight, straight up uh, 10. Okay. Uh, yeah, you notice uh, lots of different tracks walking in sort of all directions. Um, some of them you recognize, like you, you recognize um, like bear, bear tracks. 
Um, yeah. You recognize like sort of hoof prints that that would probably be for like a wild boar or something. Um, mm. And uh, yeah, you see a few that you you don't recognize. Yeah. Cool. She's happy with that. She's just kind of, you know, meandering and guessing. And she sat down while Hodge was getting like brushed, kind of bemusedly watched that. And you know. Yeah. Um, as you yeah. as you all journey southwest, you notice that in the direction you're going, um, in on the horizon is a very very large hill. That as you get closer to it, you do start to notice like very minor like plumes of smoke c- coming from out the top of it, and you can ascertain this may or may not be a volcano. Ooh. Oswald says that may or may not be a volcano. Or I've ascertained we, it. Or as we discussed last time, <laughs> a, a volcano is just a spicy hill. <laughs> spicy, yeah, hill. spicy mountain. Um, cool. So um, the major one major event, or the major event of this first day of travel, is uh, as as sort of uh, late afternoon, early evening is starting to come about. You hear coming from uh, your left, so the east, a very loud. And then a few seconds later, it's followed by like a like a rolling thunderous sound that rumbles the ground. And how far away does it seem to be? Uh, you don't know, but it does. Uh, the rolling s- sound does seem to get louder and louder as if it's getting closer, and it's coming from your left, the east. Mm. Does Banfor recognize this uh, language or voice at all? Uh, it was just like a, like an animalistic, like human Rah. human roar, like like a person just trying to make as much noise as possible, like an aggressive sound, but a big person. Uh, Banfor is going to take his axe out and get his shield in front of him and ready, and. At the sight of something, he's going to prepare himself to enter a rage at the sight of an aggressive creature. Okay, he's going to ready a rage. how I'm going to slip in. <laughs> cool. Arcus, Marley, did you have any thoughts upon seeing Banfor do that? Mm. <laughs> I might ready my staff of thunder and lightning. Very, very frightening me. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. Coming into Molly view. just sort of sings, just in case you need it, bam, four, and just throws you a bardic inspiration, just in case. Got yeah. it. Thank you. Uh, coming into view is um, lots and lots of creatures on the horizon that get closer and closer, and as they get closer, you see it is a stampede of at least a hundred um, furbirds, which are the kiwi the size of small cars that we've established and oh. they, they are hit they are heading in your direction um very fast Jurassic park yes <laughs> mufasa <laughs> if goro shows up i'm gonna be very happy <laughs> the world's beast we're like over the ocean from where goro is yeah it's not goro yeah, he's been up to he could walk under the ocean <laughs> i mean that's true um, wouldn't put it past Mr. Bradley. Marley goes to Mount um, oh. Hodge because 
the easiest thing she can see is to get off the ground. Yep. Do you suggest that to your teammates or just do it for yourself? Yeah. Well, I mean, I assume we're kind of all walking around close to each other, right? Like, Yeah, you're you all know, in a cluster. Yeah, so instead of mucking around talking too much, she she sings a quick song at Bamfor and then sort of holds a hand out to Arcus, like, do you want to come on? You know? Yeah, Nio- yeah and I, I grab the hand. Yeah, and Nio just stands there in the grass looking at you. <laughs> oh, yeah, true, Nio. throws Nio, Nio at, um, at the wolf. Do we know, have we ascertained how much um, old big dog can take? Uh, two medium creatures. Yeah. Does Arcus count as medium? Arcus, I would say Arcus and Nio together count as medium because Arcus can sort of go semi-incorporeal. And I'm large, aren't I? Uh, you're medium as well, but you're a very heavy medium. Cool, so I'm staying on the ground with my shield. Um, is there a large rock or something that I can shelter behind it? Uh, roll an investigation check to determine if I'll there's a rock. I'll investigate for rocks. That's uh, investigation, not intimidation. Intimidation, not investigation. I can't intimidate myself into a rock. <laughs> oh. That sounds like quitters talk to me. Banfor, be a rock, damn it. Okay. <laughs> Might be because it's a net one. Investigation. Which has come out of a four. Net so one? I both don't find a rock and have rolled a chaos curse. Unless you luck point. I'm not gonna. Okay. Um, cool. I've got the chaos curse here. Yep. It's going to be interesting. Okie dokie, D100. Um, where are you, you little son of a beast? Uh, 43. Okay, so... Oh, dude, this is the perfect time for this. <laughs> oh my god. Did I become a tree? No, a powerful wave of energy bursts out from you. Every creature within 50 feet, including allies, takes 1d8 radiant damage. Nice. So Have my allies taken off? No, they, I mean... They're still I within range, even if they quite, have. Yeah. So do I just blitz a whole bunch of furbirds who are just running from something? You sure do. You just shred the, like, the front of the wave. <laughs> <laughs> As And your allies... Um, Including Nio and including Hodge, all take 1d8 radiant damage. Yeah. Um, so um, everyone... Yeah. Oh, it's one. You all take one radiant damage. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, that's not too bad. Um, with that, like, like I guess not knowing that Bamfor has rolled like a chaos thing, yep. she'd take that as like a, we should go, and she just kind of lifts up, you know, okay. like, yep. as, like he was trying to tell her to like piss off you yeah. know so that's a yeah. that's a great cinematic moment where banfor like takes up position against this army and then magically just energy just poof straight out of him and then you take to the skies with these massive wings that's really cool um okay and banfor the uh stampede will approach you very shortly what is one last thing you would try and do before it arrives um banfor is going to um sort of get down behind his shield and angle it over him so that he just looks like a rock that they would like to avoid and if one of them does hit him then he's already braced against it okay cool i like that that's that's really good um i just wonder if i should get you to roll something for that 
Uh, just general athletics, I think, to, to take the hits from them stampeding over you if they do. 21. Nice. Okay, yeah. So this stampede um, meets you as a wave and it just batters and batters against your shield. Um, it's like you're being rained uh, on like with heavy hail or rocks. Um, and it goes on for uh, you know 15 20 seconds uh, but it probably under that shield feels like a really long time um, but then eventually it starts to peter out and then they pass Marley lands straight away she points Hodge straight back down on the ground like looking for Bamford to see if he's okay you know yep um, and you see then after you land charging in the same direction that the uh, furbirds went, so obviously the thing that was chasing them um, is a two-headed giant, about uh, not the not as big as the fire giants, about maybe fifteen odd feet tall, so about half the size of a fire giant, uh, just charging towards these furbirds and towards you by extension, um, with a very crude um, like loincloth on and like huge weapons waving wildly above its head and just screaming this like guttural like as it charges like the lieutenant's friend (laughs) it's the same race as lieutenants white and robinson but it is not it is not civilized like them so what is the race it's an etin two-headed giant I've somewhat homebrewed um, them a little bit, but that's the base. Are yeah, they fair. commensurate in size to like a fire, frost, or stone giant sort of thing? He said, yeah. he said smaller than fire. In, in ice and fire. yeah, in ice and they're fifteen feet tall, so only twice twice your height, but a fire giant's thirty. Cool. Um, yeah, so it's charging in your direction. It may or may not have malice against you. You don't know. Uh, what are you doing? Mm. Um, I think we can, I mean, do we, do we err on the side of assuming good or do we assume that this thing's out to get us and, and put it in the ground? Um, I mean, you guys can get to it quicker than I can and maybe try and talk to it. And then if all else fails, I'll just cut its Achilles and... Choke it? I don't know. <laughs> yep, so it, it begins to close in uh, 50 feet. Uh, can I just. Molly just gets out in front of everybody, just temporarily, like, hops, uh, like, stands up on top of Hodge's, like, back and just kind of scutterly screams back, trying to, like, intimidate him from, you know, like, attacking them. Like, okay. so we're scary, so don't don't screw with us. Keep going past us, you know what I mean? I, I, like, yeah. I like this different attempt at <laughs> uh, a conflict situation. This is good. Uh, yeah, stand in front of your friends and uh, make an intimidation check. Test. Okay, that's a nine and I have a nine, so 18? 18, okay. Um, it it continues barreling towards you, but then as it comes close, it does stop short, like almost cartoonishly. Like it was surprised at how intimidating you were. <laughs> it like scooches its feet in the dirt and the tall grass and stands still, uh, about twenty feet away from you, 
and just sort of stands there hulking and it's it's yeah. not it's not chasing the fur birds anymore because you kind of halted its path cool I want to say like no bad isn't go <laughs> you know like like I'm telling it off yeah so <laughs> telling off a child yeah one um one of its heads is bald the other has like really matted blue hair like filthy unwashed blue hair um and the whole its whole body is like scarred and dirty and it's very clear this thing is wild this creature creature is not civilized and so you yell bad naughty stop (laughs) pretty much i don't know why but that's just marley's instant reaction to this she's trying not to kill this thing but like what what language do you say that in um good question i guess her go-to's like is is common but she might follow that with like i don't know like elvish probably it'd be the only other one she she knows four languages but i doubt she'd do that in all four but if it's wild it's more about the tone right it's not yeah orcish might be guttural and sort of the right tone yeah, I mean, true. Because, I mean, I do speak Orcish, but I don't... Would she do it? I don't know if she'd be smart enough to figure that out. Do you know what I mean? Like, in the instant? Well, it's kind of racist, in a way, to be like, big, like, uncivilized thing yeah. probably speaks Orcish. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because Marley's got, like, wisdom, but, like, not much intelligence. So, like, she probably wouldn't analyze it that much. She'd no, just I... probably be like... You bad. Yeah, what does, no. what does Arcus do? I reckon as long as you're firm in what you <laughs> yeah. say. Could, could I cast sanctuary on um on Marley? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So that yeah, just that I just bet. means that they have to wisdom save if they want to attack her, right? Yeah. Okay. Nice. Cool. Marley is sanctuaried. Uh Banfor, what do you do having now that Marley's sort of stepped up in front Danka. of you? Um Banfor's sort of going out to a bit of a side angle uh, and just watching it all mm. unfold. Um, he's nearby and he's ready to enter a rage, but at this point it seems like Marley's got their attention. So no not being noticed. A, yeah, no harm in getting into of, a flanking position either. Sort, you know of, what I mean? sort of sneaking, a little bit stealthy. Okay, roll, make a stealth check to see um, how well you're able to... Just try ever. Like, it doesn't go well. It's got a seven. <laughs> Okay. Um, yeah, with your heavy armor too, you should have disadvantage on stealth too. So, I will roll again as well. <laughs> Still a seven. I actually got a sixteen on my other one. I have plus two to stealth. Yep. Um, yeah, because you got good decks. But mm. um, yeah, yeah so... I do. What's up, girl? <laughs> yeah. So you try and skirt around, um, uh, you know, either clockwise or anti-clockwise around it, and it just one of its heads, the blue matted hair one, just like watches you go. It's very clear that you are not evading its eyes. Mm. So the bald one is staring at Marley and the blue matted one is watching you. And then it sort of raises uh, like a big, its big spiked club and points over your heads in the direction that the, um, the fur birds went. And Marley makes a gesture like you know like you're welcome go on you know <laughs> we move out of the way just like clear a path yeah like like backs backs off a little bit to kind of be like that's fine i get hodge to like back up and i'm like <laughs> like 
Yeah, Nio is just like holding on to Hodge. <laughs> she's buried in the fair. <laughs> yeah, it's she, tough. It's she, beautiful, yeah, she's especially now, after the brushing. Yeah, she's now stuck. She's stuck to it now instead of the biddies. She is a biddy now. <laughs> <laughs> it's because she's weirdly sticky at all times. <laughs> Does she still have rain, or did you collect rain? Um, she yeah, she'll be, she'd be looking after rain right now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So she's got rain, and she's clinging to Hodge, and you try and you all as a group try and gesture for it to continue on its way. <laughs> sure. Mm, we will form a bit of a line. Yeah, like a line yeah. that gets out of direct line of sight to the furbirds. So we're yeah. still in front of him, but like we'll just all start backing off. Yeah. yeah. Um, Ark is just avoiding eye contact. <laughs> yeah. So is Banfor not? treating this as a oh a thing i could kill i like killing big things it seems like we're not killing things right now well that's up that's up to so, you as characters that's yeah that's it seems completely like no one your else choice. is killing things well yeah. you know it's only fun if everyone's involved it's always consensual <laughs> I, I guess just molly sees no reason to kill this if it's not after them yeah, like, it's after Banfor the enjoys killing it's things, but he doesn't just kill things like he's, he's a cruise missile you have to point him at something yeah Okay. <laughs> All right. So, um, is that what you expected us to do, Brad? To, to <laughs> is this be... the first time we haven't killed something that you expected us to kill? No, I deliberately presented this as a situation where you could have combat or you could do something else. I'm just surprised that Oliver's like, yeah, Banfor just doesn't kill. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Okie <laughs> dokie. Um, cool. So, right. yeah, as a group, roll a. Um, Let's see, should it be a performance check or a persuasion check if you're trying to physically gesture for it to continue? I'd say persuasion. You're trying to persuade it like, we're not your quarry. Just get on your way, mate. So as a group. And if you roll as a group, uh, over 26. So just a flat d20. Oh, no, persuasion. Okay, well, I mean, I rolled a 22, so... Okay. You guys just have to roll four points. Yeah. I just got eighteen. Um, okay, so. I got thirteen. Yeah, so yeah, it. So it's like fifteen. It, it looks at all of you in turn. Um, the the bald head looks at it's like solely at Marley, and the blue matted hair looks at the other two, and just sort of gives like a little nod of respect, like you do your thing, I'll do my thing, and then it does one last, and then stomp, stomp, stomp. It charges off after the furbirds and. Be- after about 20 30 seconds it's gone wow we're molly so waves charming. as it like passes to be like yep bye friend <laughs> that we met that we don't know the names of that yeah. you know <laughs> um, just just as a little uh after the fact um they speak orcish and <laughs> sometimes stereotypes are true yeah yeah and sometimes for a reason and the two heads are named pete and tim Ah. And they have information about Timatanga. Oh, bye. <laughs> but also, how would we have known? If you, if she, well, if, that's the if, thing. If Marley had spoken Orkish, she could have got that yeah. <laughs> out of them. Yeah, this is RPG. Yeah. You know, that, you make a decision, things happen. That, that would have been like, oh, oh, you speak Orkish. Well, welcome. Where are you going? We're going to Timatanga. Oh, I know about that place. <laughs> yeah. What would they have exactly. said, Brad? 
we don't get the information. We make the choice. That's how it works. Okay. On the second day, a different Etten comes by. <laughs> Can't we just call up the God of Knowledge or something? Isn't that something we have the ability to do? You one hundred percent. You one hundred percent can do that, and never will. <laughs> Yeah, we, we don't want. To, we don't want the you know, We know where we're going. <laughs> I'm not sure. I w- want to tell a god that we're on our way to kill a a goddy thing, a demigod. I still don't know what Gilliff is. So you think <laughs> that the god of knowledge doesn't know what we're doing? Well, yeah, I think he does, but he he just you know he has opinions that I don't always want to hear. Who me? <laughs> I'm intrigued. Everyone likes what I have to say. <laughs> I mean, Ah, the pack and save <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you are if you are interested and you uh, and you ask about it, like Marley will always open the the seal to see mm. if he has anything to say, or uh, like for you to ask a question. But it's not like a it's not like a thing that she's deliberately not doing. It's just a thing she doesn't really do unless they have a need to do it. I guess. Yeah. No, that's yeah. valid. I don't think Arcus is gonna ask you to do it because <laughs> he's too awkward socially yeah um, yeah <laughs> i mean i guess we know where we're going right like we know we're going to timatanga it's in this direction because we have a compassy thing and we're trying to kill Gilliff. oh hodge got covered in biddies i'm starting to think banfor is warming up to our big wingy boy Good job Arcus has weather-based spells to take care of fires and things. That's definitely a valuable tool to have in the squatter's arsenal. And I hope Pete and Tim catch up with those furbirds. Or I hope they don't. Come to think of it, I don't actually know whose side I'm on in that one. Who are you rooting for? Let us know. Furbirds or the Etten? A big squishy thank you cuddle to uh, all of our awesome supporters over at patreon.com slash fadeofison, uh, without whom we couldn't make this show. So, uh... Yay, thanks to Alex White Robinson, Person Who Wants to Stay Anonymous, Robert Baldino from Not Quite Heroes Podcast, Iron Kuchel, Laura Christina Goodman and James Blyser from Wheel of Woe Podcast, IJ Hodgkins, Laura Douglas, Mel Ziggler, Roger Rafamata, Sam Malcolm from Table Tales, Kydron Faust, Lauren Flake, Kydiela, Rihanna Kavalsic, Kevin Swift from The Dice Cult, Ben Edwards, Victoria and Gavin Porter, Daniel Nichols from The Happy Go Lucky Podcast, KP and Squished. We couldn't make this show without you. And uh, yeah. Yeah. Just, let's just let that sit. Let the love just sit. Is that a saying? I don't know. Uh, and don't forget to get in touch with us if you wanna. Uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, those are all at Fate of Eisen. Pretty easy. Uh, and email fateofison at gmail.com. Or uh, jump on over to Discord and talk with us on the Necropodicon network server um, where we'll do the chitty chatty hellos and bleh 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 bleh. Anyway, thanks for joining us. Thanks for reviewing us and doing all the good things that you do and telling friends and uh, we're just thanks. There's been a lot of rambling from me in this one, but uh, it comes from a sincere place. All right, bye! Can anyone hear us? Can anyone hear us? I'm trapped in this bumper. We're both trapped in this bumper. Oh no, how How do do we we end up in here? Well, how do we escape?
Okay, look, maybe if we send everyone to necropoticon.com, we can escape. But not just that. What, what if we send them to the Discord as well? Yes, that's great. You have to go to the website, which is www.necropoticon.com. And you'll find a Discord on there. And if you want, I guess, if, if you've got time while releasing us, you could play games and chat with the people from the various podcasts you've been listening to. You can read all the cast and crew profiles. You can be part of special events. In fact, we're missing out on that by being trapped in this bumper. Help free us from this bumper and we'll see you over at www. We are in mortal pain. If you do not, please, we suffer in this bumper. Save us! Ah! Necropoticon. Hard to pronounce, easy to listen.